Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I'm Jesse. And today we're joined by our guest, author, comedian, Fudge Willie. Thank you for coming on the show, man. Thank you for having me. Oh, pleasure's all ours, man. Why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm 24. I live in North Carolina. I'm based out of Wilmington. Um, you know, I got wrote like 10 books, but um, only eight of eight, seven or eight of them are in physical format because I lost the files for all like the other two but i wrote 10 but it it depends on what someone asked me they say how many physical books do you have Uh, i'd say eight but if they asked me like completely how many then i would say 10 then i got i I founded a a little publishing company me and uh my family called surf party publishing spelled s-r-f-p-r-t-y survivor reality fuck politics real talk yo and 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 it's been in effect for a while but we're starting to pick up a little bit of traction. Nice. What do uh, what do most of your books cover? I mean, uh, I, I was taking uh, a look taking a look at them on Amazon. Like you said, you have you have a number of them out there, and uh, cool cool art on the front, by the way. Thank you, appreciate that. This one is called Infants Oranges, the first book, and the the original idea for it. It's funny how we we're talking about Wonder Shows, and I wanted this to be a TV show, and I and I didn't know how to execute doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a thousand dollars for Maya Autodesk to like that the program where you make cartoons. Yeah. So I was like, well, maybe if I write a book and it gets popular enough, they'll make a a movie based off of it, like how they do other books. Right. That was my idea, but it didn't get anywhere. I probably sold less than fifteen copies of this. Um, well, well, time will like, tell. You know, I mean, you never know what gets picked up. Things sit sit around for a while too. That so. too, yeah. Definitely. And it's a stepping stone either way. Learning process. I mean, it's a critical step to learning further on, which I'm sure you've already done. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you got eight books in now. <laughs> yeah, I draw parallels with it to Wonder Shows because you you were saying like how it's getting wrong out over memes and social media and stuff. That shows from like 2005, and it, it, it still lives on in its oh, own yeah. way. So that's how I hope my books will be. But then the second one was uh, the rabbit says ribbit. It's, a, it's like a topsy turvy, like a, I'll read a little bit of it. Like the rabbit says ribbit. Now I miss. Not, the rabbit said ribbit. Now I feel like a misfit. The shark said bark. I feel strange in my heart. And it's just like a bunch of like things not doing or saying whatever they usually do or say. They say the opposite. Okay. Uh, then, then the one I got a review on, uh, y'all like ice cream, Mr. Chris. Uh, it's about a bunch of kids that like ice cream. So it goes, uh, one day inside Mr. Chris's class, he looked at a student named Mike and asked, what kind of ice cream do you like? I know you have a favorite, don't you, Mike? And then Mike's like, I like chocolate. I have enough <laughs> day for the next apocalypse. Don't you like mm-hmm. chocolate? What kind of you like, Brittany Robinson? And then she's like, I like straw, raw, raw, raw berry. How much do I like it? So much berry. And it just, it just like snowballs. Everybody kind of like it. a su- a Susian sort of, yeah. Susian or um, Silverstein, you know, Shelter. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Kind of like that. Mm. But, they, a, but a lot, a lot more colorful, I would say, than uh, than Shell Silverstein compared to like yeah, the, the line drawing color. type of stuff. 
Yeah. And I got this book right here. Well, this one's called Everything's Fine. It's something my friend says. It's like a like a affirmation. Well, this is okay. more like a self help book. Cool. And this one is called Talk Flamingo Jalapeno. It's about uh. It says, well, I don't know what it's about, but it, it rhymed. I was at work one day, just really bored, and I yeah. came up with. I said, like, Talk Flamingo called his Nino Jalapeno. No, Jalapeno called his Nino Talk Flamingo Pete. It said, small burritos and awful people are all burritos. All flamingos eat. The baldest eagle sprawled his wings and falls into the scene and said, making sure, hold on. And said, jalapeno, tall flamingos don't eat any meat. <laughs> and so it's just like a real silly story. That's mm-hmm. funny. Thank you. It's, yeah, so I, I so is that how it starts, sort of? You're uh, playing around with the more, the I almost want to say lyrics in a way. Yeah. Cause I, I do music too, but the 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 whole rap thing is kind of I don't know. It's just not what I want to do anymore. It, it was, as a kid, it was something that you know you want to be. But as you get older and you see everything and what it seems, you're like, oh, I want to do something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and there's different ways to take it too, especially these days. You see all all kinds of different. Um, artists like from you know fucking little little dicky doing like really funny stuff <laughs> yeah, you know like um to to even like some of the shit little yachty does makes me laugh here and there yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's funny to see the influence of comedy in in rap and how it's become it's it still has its own place next to the people who are you know saying they're tough tough and shit you can yeah. still make fun of your own dick <laughs> here and there tv show out now doesn't he yeah yeah, uh, yeah dave it was actually pretty good yeah signed for a second season actually. oh nice yeah yeah i saw it had like a lot of different like a lot of cameos in it from other people but i never got to check out a full episode yeah it's worth it yeah i should check it out i would say i would say so yeah so how's the comedy scene in your area in Wilmington, it's pretty good. I haven't been there since maybe January, February. Oof, yeah. Because of the COVID nineteen stuff. Yep. I would go to this local comedy spot called Dead Crow. And then I would do something at this coffee shop called Lucky Joe's. Yeah. It was it was a nice I got I got it was a good way to express myself and like kinda get mm. off jokes in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just say like like dead panic kind of like like a Seth Rogen like say something that with completely a hundred percent funny intent but not say and like not deliver it like it's funny just kind of say it and let the words resonate how they resonate. Okay. Sometimes I wouldn't get a laugh. Sometimes I would. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the laboratory, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's where you're figuring it all out. That's the place I I, I churn the butter, the comedy <laughs> butter. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, where did the origin come from the books? I mean, uh, out of nowhere, was it like comedy and then the books or was it like books and then comedy? It was, it was drawing, which, t- which kind of more okay, illustration, but I, I wanted to show on adult swim. Like that's what that, that was, that was about. That I was really like, yeah. have a cartoon and the cartoon yeah. that made me say, wow, I could do this was uh, uncle grandpa. I was like, man, this, I could have come up, I could come up with something like this. I, I feel like everybody gets that that thought like oh, i could do something i could do that mm-hmm. so when i see uncle grandpa i was like okay i'm about to make something just as absurd as this i mean i like that show but it was i, I felt like i could have came up with that mm. 
See, I think that's a dangerous illusion as well, too. You know, like you definitely have talent. Obviously, you've taken the initiative. You made it, you know, your 10 books. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think it's a dangerous illusion that a lot of artists create, especially the Adult Swim era. Like, oh, this is simple. Like, you can just slap that together and like mm. make that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like the storylines and the the complex characters that really create this that came from a brilliant mind that mm -hmm. with honestly go try to create something that looks like a simplicity like art form robot it's gonna look like shit and it's gonna not gonna look like creative shit there's yeah. a difference there you know what i mean yeah that's the beauty of it making something difficult seem like something that anybody could do yep hell yeah man hell yeah it's definitely uh an art form in its own <laughs> <laughs> so where would you say uh you say adult swim is definitely an influence in terms of like stand since you've you've done stand-up are there any uh like stand-up comedians that you you've looked to for inspiration or like watched growing up i like uh george carlin i like eddie murphy raw delirious i like like the first kevin hart thing the uh i'm a grown little man seriously funny <laughs> i like amy schumer i like a little bit of amy schumer I like a little bit of daniel tosh i like girl uh, red fox bernie mac mm. louis ck hannibal nice. burris and eric Andre's coming yeah. out with a, a thing on netflix i missed him live he came near oakland and I, I wanted to see him but i was working at the time with the legalized ranch the legal it's legalized yeah. ranch and legalized everything <laughs> yeah it was it was one of the two uh but it, yeah, it was last sometime last year he, he was in the area and i was like damn i know i'd you'd get to see his dick if you went to the live show <laughs> that, that's why you're trying to go that's huh? that's the real gift of it all right uh, true that's the payoff <laughs> i guess right do you think he signs things with his dick? Like you dip it in, dude. I would if I was Wouldn't going out. Wouldn't put it out. past him, right? Dude, Eric Andre is a fucking brilliant, brilliant man. Big, big fan of him. I would love to see him live. Yeah, I like uh, I like Borat and Juno. Mm. Can't really get oh, um, but um, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I'm drawing a blank on his name. What is that guy's name? Sasha Baron Cohen. Thank you very much. Oh my god, such a disrespect. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yeah, man, he's a unique guy as well. I mean, I grew up with Ali G being on and not understanding it, and then to be an adult and understand like what what this guy is doing. All the like, movies, yeah. And yeah. After, yeah, yeah, a lot of fun, man. Who would you say is like like uh, the most inspirational out of that list? You got like a, a single one that really started it all, or? Uh, yeah, it, started with, really? it started with movies. I don't. I got well, uh, any Murphy's movies? Too. Nah, because that was like the eighties. I, I was born ninety five. I went oh, yeah, you're younger than us. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's probably like scary, like the Wayans family, like uh, <laughs> oh, dude, fuck scary yeah. movie, scary movie too, dude. Yeah, Major Pain, Don't Be a Menace, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Probably that oh yeah, movie. oh man, oh, oh yeah. Major Pain has so yeah. many good quotes in it, man. Yeah, I love that movie. That boy again, I'm gonna do more than salute you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought God, he, he's, he, he's like, you said you were gonna, you were gonna kick me. He's like, you call me a liar? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the 90s The 90s had some good shit come out of it. Um, Even with the uh, Ace Ventura. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Jim Carrey, dude. Calls. Jim Carrey, especially in his youth, was amazing. Amazing in anything he touched. So you're yeah. on, like, all kinds of media, it seems like, from, from drawing to doing, like, live stand-up. Um, to the video type stuff that you do on your Instagram, which has me dying, by the way. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Got a lot of time on my hands. Well, I mean, where where does the where do the ideas come for from for that kind of stuff? Uh, 
I, I want to say I pull them out of thin air, but I don't like. I know that's not like a, a meaty answer, but I really don't know where I come. Like it just kind of just comes. It's like uh, I don't really know. Like I get. I mean, I get inspiration from stuff. Sometimes, like I drew this print picture. I'll show you. Hold on one second. Yeah. Like I was, I was listening to Prince, and uh, I drew this. I could, I couldn't. I didn't have enough space to draw legs, so I just made him a mermaid. <laughs> there you go. I got this whole aquatic thing going on. Nice. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't like. It's hard to kind of harken back to what because I do so, do so much. Yeah. I can't really put a finger on what exactly it is. But it it almost seems like in having the ideas, it's like the idea is going to fit somewhere. It's like yeah. whether it be a video or a drawing or a song or a book, it, it mm-hmm. seems like you find a spot for it though. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, um, do the, I, I do like, I, I make the burger and then I come up with the bread later. Like the bread is going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. You, yeah. You come up with a chunk of it and then you finesse it later on. I love a good yeah. analogy. Yeah, he's the analogy king this guy that's how you win him over if you ever got to butter this guy up just fucking hit him with an analogy he'd be like i like that guy i like this guy listen this podcast contains language that some may find offensive the hosts are a couple of alcohol fueled hooligans with little regard for decency or tap Hey, I'm Zach. And I'm Danny. And this is the Working Stiss Podcast. And this is our promo for the Working Stiss Podcast. Uh, so what what are we about, Zach? What do we do? Drinking busting balls. We do today we're not <laughs> drinking though, because I'm sick. I gotta work. So I yeah. can't drink today. Yeah. And this is kind of what we do. We banter back and forth. We talk about stuff and sometimes we have some guests on. Yeah. Uh, we like to, to highlight the working class of America. And uh, that's pretty much it. Yep. So if you're into that, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and pretty much wherever else you can find podcasts. We're probably there. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We have a website, workingstiffspodcast.com. We're special. Yep. Listen to us. And that's pretty much it. Wrap up this promo. Lift with your sack, not your back. All right. Get your asses back to work. Later. Support for American Slacker comes from Manscaped, who's the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I don't know about you, Jesse, but I am sick and tired of being outmatched by these razors and traditional trimmers that you get in the store, and no matter what, they, they fucking snag your nuts. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They have a lawnmower 2.0 razor, which they have sent our way, has a proprietary skin-safe technology, so you won't get those nicks or snags on your nuts. Nice! Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Yeah, and with our 20% off code plus free shipping, you're going to be saving a bunch of money and getting some great products that won't end up uh, making it look like a war zone down there. All you got to do is enter Slackers at checkout manscaped.com 20% off get your anti-chafing ball deodorant your sweet lawnmower 2.0 your nuts will thank you later you can even rep them by getting yourself a manscaped.com t-shirt so head on over manscaped.com 20% off at checkout enter code slackers get your ball swag here so do you got another book in the works right now yeah i got a book called uh i'll read it to you it's not that long it's called the girl with the world forehead 
Okay. Okay. Breaking. Breaking book. It's called The Cursed Land of Shaketi. It's based. It's kind of based out of the Book of Revelations from the Bible. I'm not really religious, but I mean, okay. I can draw inspiration from. Yeah, you had mentioned when we were talking on Instagram that you're into the, sort of the metaphysical or spiritual, or at least learning about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I meditate a little bit. Try to if I can remind myself to do so. Dude, that's another thing I feel like people do and don't even understand they're doing. Just that reset, listen to the music. That shit's critical. Big fan of that. I didn't write it. It's in my phone, and mm-hmm. I don't think. I mean, I could try to. It's in my. It's in my notes. That's the, so. That's the next one coming out, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the girl with the world forehead and the cursed land of Shaketi. And uh, I want to do a love book, like a book of love poems, mm-hmm. something like that. That would be interesting. I find. Y'all like, cool. uh, y'all like Black Sabbath? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah man. The first one, the first one in uh, Volume Four, mm-hmm. Under the Sun on it. Mm-hmm. Daddy Blue. Hell yeah! Got a little Buddha up here too. <laughs> nice. Oh, I, got, I, got a, I got a fat one to match you. <laughs> My Buddha wears a chain right there. He's got a big one. <laughs> I got Buddhas, dude. I got a fucking three foot Buddha out in my living room, packed up for my move. Is his head red? Is his head purple? No, 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 no. He's like he's a red wood kind of red. Yeah, he's all that red wood. Oh, that's interesting. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we love having our knickknacks on our on our desk here. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's man. Funny. You gotta have you gotta have that support, you know. You gotta be yeah, comfortable in your creation yeah. environment as a creator. It's important, man. You gotta you gotta have your fucking you gotta have things that influence you, you know. Right. I don't know. For me, yeah. I look at things around my room and I just start to like spark random ideas and I don't know, ideas inspire, you know. Well, that's where you're comfortable, yeah. Look at that. See, he, I bet that that's his inspiring move right there. He does that. He's thinking, <laughs> twisting, twisting locks. He's, he's twisting he's locks, thinking. He's like, oh, shit, there's the next million-dollar idea. <laughs> the next Krabby Patty formula. Oh, yeah. shit, dude. Um, so how has, like, the shutdown and everything affected, like, your comedy and, like, life in general for you? Uh, it kind of made it, it made it better and worse in in different ways. Like it made it better in terms of I get more time to focus on the things that I want to do instead of being cluttered by making sure I get to work and blah blah. Because blah. I, I worked at a nursing home, I was a dietary mm-hmm. aide, and you know, like the the elderly were like the like more susceptible to the right. virus. So. Um, so I, I guess that's how it was good. It's bad because um, I kind of drain myself, like doing stuff, doing the arts or comedy or music stuff. I can't. I mean, I can't do that twenty four hours a day. I need time to like reset. I, mean, I probably could, but it wouldn't be worth anything. It wouldn't mm. be good. It's you good find though. you find you need that time in between, sort of, uh, and in pushing yourself, it, it the content sort of suffers. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I wish I, I I wouldn't get drained at all, and I could just do it twenty four hours a day. I would if I could. But, Don't we you know. all, right? <laughs> yeah, I, and I think there's a lot of people that aren't creators that assume that it would be so much easier to have a life where you just sat on a on a fucking chair at a computer and wrote all day. Yeah. But I mean, when it comes down to breaking down the the mental power, dude, it's yeah. just as exhausting as being out there in the fields, like fucking digging holes all day. Like it's that exhausting, like being a creator, like when you're trying to yeah. rack your brain coming up with the next idea that's gonna pop. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fucking. Constantly trying to outdo myself. 
dude yeah once you hit something that's like oh my god this is a precedent for me it's like next the next thing that hits is the fucking ultimate low of being like oh Hmm. Mm -hmm. i set that fucking pillar now i have to beat that like that's tough yeah i know that like when i'm like on wikipedia and i'm looking at an artist and i see their first album did blah blah like if it did the best and then the second album is like it might as well have been from a different person Hmm. it's not that it's from Mm -hmm. a different person it's just that it's, it's like really hard to, like once you once you feel like you've outdone yourself you be, like if you believe that then that's the truth you know what i mean so dude the curse of the one hit wonder man i mean it started the music but it applies to all different fucking art forms all honestly mediums, yeah i mean once you hit that peak it's a scary. lot of comedians will get sort of not heckled but almost like uh, berated by their fans like for that one joke you know yeah. that one that hits that everyone knows that comedian for Burt Kreischer, dude, the machine story. I mean, that poor bastard, true. he's huge, but like, dude, the machine story, he'll never outlive that. You know, yeah. like, what's his name? Burt Kreischer. Kreischer. Burt he, t- he tells a story about going to Russia and uh, accidentally getting involved with the mob and robbing a train and yeah. drinking like a bunch of vodka. Um, and it's a 13 minute story. It's pretty good. It's good. Um, but but. <laughs> he, I mean, you hear it once, that's it. And I mean, that's what he's out living. It's, you know, like in all of his jokes after he doesn't have anything as that thorough, you know, he doesn't have another 13 minute, like punchline hard story that mm-hmm. people are requesting. Would y'all equate that to like George Carlin's seven words you can't say on TV? Like the thing that you won't be able to outdo yourself with. Oof, Carlin's oh, different though. He's a year every legendary. year he had an album, and yeah. that's that's a tough grind. So I mean, that's too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's a different grind. Like he set a standard that most comedians don't. I got follow. to see him in in upstate New York when I was that's pretty crazy. young. Um, that's crazy. I, I will never forget that. He he was awesome. It was more than just comedy. It seemed like a like a lecture with a little bit of humor. And I've had professors like that too. That mm-hmm. would like like do their oration or whatever, and but they would like make it interesting by splashing in a little bit of humor yeah mm. and and that's kind of what it is you're taking you're taking the audience on that that sort of it is a lecture of some sort you're sort of getting ideas across through the through the lens of humor exactly yeah you got to get them on the ride with you to like really take them there you know and like if they've already oof. bringing it back if they've already heard that point before it's kind of like you're giving the lecture for nothing if the punchline's already out there like the machine yeah. story in bert's case yeah. Gotta be captivating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man. I agree. The, the thrills of comedy, man. Trying to outdo yourself constantly. It's definitely in, uh, even with Instagram. I mean, the likes, the, the way that those roll in, it it can be addicting and intoxicating. I'm sure. But then, like like you said, you set your own bar. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it drowns out from the your original purpose of even doing it in the first place. Like, cause you'll be caught up on who's who's watching who liked it who commented this and that but i think that's i think that might be a part of the reason why they took away showing who like the exact number of people who liked it mm-hmm. just True. enjoy instagram for instagram but i mean they still show you like, a few people who liked it but they don't show the whole number yep it's yeah because at at the end of the day then everyone's just feeding the algorithm yeah and they're not really doing it for like to make good stuff they're just doing it to do this yep climb climb that that number chart have you felt that you hit a peak with your books at all or you still feel like you're still increasing the quality of your content as you go right now or do you feel like you're trying to outlive a book in either any of your previous releases that are like that 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 bar you know i find myself trying to out go above the bar and outdo myself but i don't i don't get too hung up on that 
I just mm-hmm. try to like make something that something completely different from the last thing. I mean, a lot of a lot of them rhyme. That's probably the only similarity that you can draw from them. Um, like on the on a surface level thing, you could probably say the humor is kind of the same vein. But mm-hmm. I try to always uh, reinvent the wheel, but invent invent the wheel, but make it not like the wheel that's on the other side of the car. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to do these analogies on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's cool. That's cool. Keep yeah, you're, def- <laughs> you're definitely trying to improve. You're trying to improve, but stay true to uh, like your original image, which mm-hmm. is good. I mean, and that's another thing. Going back to one hit wonders with music, the common mm-hmm. thing that you find with like once a band comes out with a giant hit, mm-hmm. the next album sounds dramatically different, yeah. which is weird. Like mm-hmm. and that's what fucks them. Like so, it's like it's important to keep that key structure to the building, mm-hmm. but you fucking jazz up the inside and the fucking <laughs> the little Make extra. The furniture look no. nice and stuff. Yeah, yeah, dude. Go. Hell yeah. Let's keep going with the analogy. Oh, this is an analogy <laughs> episode. Let's do it. Analogy strong. <laughs> It is written, the meek shall inherit the earth, but not on my watch. I am King Asylus. I wasn't born to be a king, but America needed something democracy could no longer give her. And so, like a chess master, I made my moves with anticipation and bravado. This is not just my story, nor simply about my rise to power. This is a story about our world and the monsters that control governments. What happens when the monsters cannot control me? The Rise of King Silas. Listen on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Visit theriseofkingasilas.com. This episode is brought to you in part by hemp-cbd.com. Hemp-CBD was founded in Albuquerque, New Mexico with the mission to provide the best products in the industry. Hemp-CBD has created a one-stop shop for tons of CBD products, such as tinctures, edibles, topicals, pre-rolls, vape, and pet products. The products carried by Hemp-CBD are sourced from an organic hemp that's grown in the United States, lab-tested, and consists of CBD isolate, which is the purest form of CBD. This testing ensures that their products contain CBD and no other cannabinoids like THC. Head over to hemp-cbd.com and use promo code SLACKER for a 20% discount at checkout. That's hemp-cbd.com, promo code SLACKER. My God, man. So we also know one of the things we learned about you when we were doing our homework is that uh, you're into buffalo wings. Oh, yeah. Okay. You a hot guy? What kind of what kind of wings are we talking? The hot, as hot as they can get. Mm. Oh, my God. He got got buffalo wild wings where y'all at? Yep. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! How they can get, but not not on a not where like I get them because I just enjoy them. I'll get them if I have had them in a long time. But I mm-hmm. usually get like the the second or third level down. But yeah, I love some buffalo wings. Yeah, because I mean, if you go the top of the scale, you're just asking to hurt. Yeah, if, you're just committing suicide at that point. Bring it back a couple, and and you're you're in Flavor Town. 
as yeah, fear you would say. Digestible. Mm-hmm. I mean, the lining in your stomach is going to be gone by the time you're about 75, but. Oh, <laughs> but you live I mean, life, right? <laughs> I, I have a love affair going with hot chicken sandwiches right now. That's uh, Dude, Hot Boys started you. That's why. Yeah, I got my uh, right before Hot, hot Boys, I'd say. But yeah, yeah, that's why you found Hot Boys. <laughs> so, so this was up in Oakland. Uh, we actually got the uh, the main chef Victor to come on our show um, and talk to us about hot, hot chicken for about an hour. And uh, it's it's the best hot chicken. It's the way that you know. It's really the way that they fry it, along with the mm. bread. I think um, yeah. specifically at this place. But yeah, it seems to be more of a trend these days. I it's, I know that like with hot ones, wings were you know I mean that show's still going on, it's still got some clout. But oh, it seems like hot yeah. hot chicken sandwiches have recently been more of a flood. Yeah, with the hot say, phenomenon or like even before that. I think you know I think that helped reignite the spark. Like I feel like the the whole Popeyes thing like is like people. Oh, are true. Like, chicken sandwiches, man, they are pretty fucking good. We haven't been fucking with them. Like let's get back on. I have Popeyes where I'm at, but um, I had oh, it when, in, when I was in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty good. It wasn't bad. In terms of like, so is Buffalo Wild Wings your go-to for four wings, or there is there like good local places around you? Locally, uh, I wouldn't. Say, I don't think so. Oh no, there's a place called Food Wings that I've never been to. Okay, a lot of people that said it's good. I just never been there before, but I definitely that's on my list. There you go. But if 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 for some reason I get disappointed by anything I try locally, I'm always go back to Buffalo Wild Wings. That's, mm. I think this thing on Tuesdays where you can get wings for like 39 cents a wing or something like that. I mean, my mom would just go up there. Dude, that's unheard of, dude. Wings are so expensive these days. It's like you go to a place they're dollar fifty a piece. You're like, what is going on here, guys? My dad told me in college he used to get like they do like five cent wing night and shit. But I yeah. mean, dude. that's probably the closest you're gonna get to it. Thirty five. Yeah. That's not bad. Nah, man. Yeah. yeah. And having that trustworthy, you know, you can get like what it's going to be every time. That's a big thing as well. I got some Fucking... disappointing news. Uh, oh, my no. one of my old coworkers, he tried he got the last dab hot sauce from mm-hmm. uh, hot ones. He see he tried it. He said it took like three like actual big blobs of it to actually like be too hot for him. So I was like surprised. I'm like, holy shit. I thought that would have been like kick you in the ass. You see all the celebrities eating it on hot ones. Yeah, they usually have the milk and the cold water and the yeah. ice cream and the everything. Yeah. I mean, everybody's everyone, got their own scale, though. That's like, true. It's very you know, true. That's the thing. Like, you got to be careful with that because some people like got a real pride in how hot they can eat their wings, which is true. so fucking weird. It's like, no, I'm fucking. I'm. These aren't hot. And they're fucking suffering, dude. And you know it. But like, dude, what come on. Wing on fire and eat it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like you're not tasting anything else for the rest of the year after eating that. I know it. <laughs> Taste buds eradicated. Now, would would you go for like the challenges and stuff? Have you done like the Buffalo Wild Wings one? Uh, I I think I have. Um, I don't really remember. I kind of to take pictures of certain people. The blacked out. When, <laughs> yeah, that's what that hot 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 sauce does to people. It just fucking wakes you out. Work it out, dude. Nukes when it. I went to Wing Stop, they had something like that, but it wasn't as hot. It was more. This stuff is more seasoned. Yeah, instead of just like hot just hot for hotness sake mm. i hadn't seen man. a wing stop until i came out here to california and yeah they're, they're like huh. m- there's more of them than uh buffalo wild wings it seems like oh, they're not bad more, though more of those on the east coast uh it seems not like yeah bunch, right? I, I saw more buffalo wild wings on the east coast and more w- wing stops out here wing stops not bad though 
Yeah, that's pretty good. Man, we had like Planet Wings. We had like uh, Wings Over Albany was a chain up here. There was like mm. small mom and pop chains almost, I would say. They're not like, you know, global franchise or even like just national franchise, but like just like a tri-state type deal or something. Mm. Yeah. Dude, I always like those kinds of places. I feel like they're still, they're big enough to like where they got like the quality control under wraps, but they're not too big to where they're cutting down on like quality. Mm. You know what I mean? There I got a theory go. about that. It's my that's my chicken wing theory, people. I'm letting that three out. To, right three now. to four franchises. Dude, no, not that little. You know, you <laughs> can have like maybe 25, but like <laughs> as long as it doesn't span more than five states, we're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Start getting into the half the country, then we're yeah. talking. What are you doing they with that chicken? Diluted. There's bone in there. We know it. Stop. We got it. some subpar parts coming through. <laughs> Man, what what is a? Uh, I mean, for me, a perfect wing is like a little over uh fried a little extra crispy yep. just um, a little though right what, but what is a, a bad wing to you one that's like shriveled up ha- barely has any sauce on it uh hmm. i don't know because if i'm hungry there's no such thing as a bad one <laughs> true right true i'll eat them all and i'll be like you know not the best wing but it's a wing yeah it's not the best but it'll do uh, yeah. If there's the thing that throws me off, I think the most is if it's like got that, it's not crispy. If it's got that sliminess mm-hmm. to it, yeah, that then it's a no go for me. Hold otherwise, on. otherwise, I'm on board with that wings every day. What about the mutated wings? You ever order from a restaurant, they got those mutated drumstick wings, and you're <laughs> like, what the fuck? This didn't come off a of chicken, this came off of like a New York City rat. Like, dude, yeah. you know, there's something up with it. It's got like three or four little bulges, and you're like, are those tumors <laughs> that I'm eating? I don't know, but it's kind of tasty. I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> It's extra. They're not charging you. So. Dude, they uh, definitely pumped those fucking chickens full of the roids. They had them lifting. They were lifting chickens, you know? Yeah. Man. <laughs> kind of video games you all into. Oh, dude. Well, I mean, mainly these days we play a lot of uh, Call of Duty, Rocket League, simple shit. Grand Theft Auto a little bit. Grand Theft Auto, remember yeah. on the first Xbox there was this game called Wax? No, what was that one? It was a, it was like a game show, video game, where it was like you had like five or six characters. Okay. And they would, uh, would just like try to kill each other off and get points. It's kind of like a, it was like a game show. I had this uh, demo version of it with uh, a game called Halo, a game called Toe Jam and Earl, and a game called Tom Clancy Splinter Cell. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They go games. It's oh, like dude. back in the day when you would get the uh, demos from in like, uh, Burger Dude, jam packs? Shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about jam packs. You buy them at like uh, Barnes and Noble or like. Well, you can do that too. Yeah, dude, those were the shit too. Yeah. yeah, that's some old school shit, dude. That's old school video games are way better, man. They put a lot more into them. They didn't have DLC and shit distracting them on how they can make it an ever long process of pulling the money from the people. All right. What's DLC? DLC is downloadable content. So like nowadays, when Extra you get levels. games. You buy like bucks. Call of Duty, it's like you get one piece of it, and like three quarters of it is going to be sold to you at different pieces. So you pay the sixty dollars for the game, and then fucking they try to sell you a season pass for another fifty, or they give you like each pack is like twenty, twenty five. It's such a I never buy any of that bullshit. Yeah, FL Studio is kind of like that because I got the mobile version of FL Studio to make beats. Mm-hmm. Yep, but it doesn't come complete with every feature. You got to like if you want like a certain vocal effect or something, you got to pay an extra amount or something like that. That is DLC, my friend, and and it has evolved from gaming slowly. Uh It originated in PC gaming, came to console gaming, and now it's originated. It's like spreading into like things like music production, software, yeah, photography apps, 
uh, video apps. I mean, anything basically. I mean, you, you get right. a little piece of the app for free. Maybe you got to kill the ads. And then it's like, oh, you want to do advanced features? Oh, that's another piece. Oh, you yeah, want yeah. this package? That's another piece. Like, they find ways. The bells and whistles, it comes with a little more. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That's DLC culture, dude. Instead of one big price, it's we spread out the, the total cost of the package making more money fucking hidden, you know? Yeah. It's a sly move, definitely. Yeah, it is a, it's a good marketing thing, but I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think I would do it if I had an app out. I would just give you the whole Fuck thing. no, dude. Yeah. No. That's why I like my, I was telling Matt before, I got my cord to hook up my N64 coming in the mail. <laughs> I, I, my TV didn't have the little plugins for, for my N64, so I had to get the little uh, converter thing. I'm so, still waiting for him to plug it in and be like, wait, oh, there's no. It doesn't fucking work, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I, hope it, I hope it works for you to say, God. It's an underrated console. I mean, as far as we're concerned, like as kids, who didn't fucking play a little bit of that bullshit at some friends? Smash house Brothers or something? Yeah, dude. Smash Brothers. Little split screen, game, uh, Kazooie or something like that. Banjo, oh, Banjo Kazooie, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. I got the fucking guides to that. I used to be a diehard into that stupid game, man. Uh, <laughs> I like the I music for that game, dude. It was a, yeah, it was a fun little game. I'm not gonna lie. Remember San Andreas? Dude, oh, yeah. that was that was game changing shit right there. We're talking. I mean, when that oh, came out, it was like, what is going? Wait, what? Uh, the next week of my life is gone. Not to mention the <laughs> memes that came out of it too. <laughs> Remember Hot Coffee Edition? Oh, you yeah, have, yeah. Like, the, I, I could never get that mod, but I, yeah. I, I knew about it. I, I seen it on YouTube, but I could yeah. never like, find the mod. It was only for the PC version, right? I no, it was so. console. No, it was, was console it? as well. And uh, so one disc had it, and there was a time when GameStop wouldn't take certain issues of Grand Theft Auto. They would have yeah. to scan that barcode. Mm-hmm. And like, those are probably worth I, something today. They probably are. Yeah. I have remember I had one and I was like, oh, well, I could beat this. And I just put it, I said I didn't have a case. So I just put it in a blank case and was like, here you go. And they couldn't tell it was a hot coffee one because the game disc doesn't have the barcode. And you yeah. could have had $3,000 today, Matt. Probably That's could. <laughs> why, did, why, did, why would they not take it if it had that mod in it? Because, I mean, they made the game like that on purpose. They want to get sued or something probably yeah, for Grand selling Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto is the game that literally started all the politicians battling gaming. Like, they were like, You're, they're just stealing cars and killing people. Like, this is not okay. Like, this creates, yeah. you know, school shooters, which obviously isn't true. Yeah. But it was like the big argument to start that whole 10 years of violence in video games is, mm-hmm. you know, associated. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was weird, man. And that game for a while was banned at GameStop. You we'll know? talk about that game. Rockstar is also responsible for Manhunt, the game where you're <sighs> literally just killing people. And it was banned, I think, in a couple of countries. <laughs> Yeah, the only I never, game. I never seen it in real life, but I saw like I saw it on like one of those countdown games, like I, game. Countdown. I beat it. I played that game and beat it. Actually, it was pretty <laughs> yep. fucking ridiculous. It was amazing. Like it, the only game I've ever seen where you can actually kill somebody with a plastic bag, and there's just something about that just, you just too deep. Them with it, or you beat them with. You just put it over their head from behind and you so choke them to death. The thing was, you could sneak up, and there were three levels to how you could kill someone. And like the longer you held the button, the more brutal it would be. So that that was kind of oh, yeah. Sneak up and hold it and go green, yellow, red. And if you did the red, he'd like put it over his head and then beat the shit out of him or something. It was oh, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it, way ahead of its time. Wait, never again. But oh, what was that, bully? Oh, yeah, they did bully, right? Yep. Rockstar did bully. Yeah. Rockstar is just amazing. I mean, I bully. heard there's another bully Dude, eventually. Yeah. I think they're making another one. 
Man, talk about that game. That was Grand Theft Auto, a little more acceptable, a little more PG, but still yeah. just as fun. I mean, skateboarding <laughs> around school, slingshot rocks at people. people. Like Rockstar and Disney collaborated on a game. It was like, we want something kind of edgy, but kind of, you know. <laughs> Family friendly at the same time. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, that was a wild game. Definitely a good one. So, so what are the plans in the future for your comedy? Are we going to see more, more on Instagram, more books, obviously? Yeah, more definitely more drawings, more more funny things. I don't know when I'm going to be able to get back to the, the comedy club, but I hope it's soon. But I'm definitely still writing. Dude, I got hopes for you too, man. I want I'm edging to go to a concert, a, a comedy show, so bad. But I mean, I I'm hearing talks of like 2021, 2022, literally for hmm. this shit. It's crazy, and it, dude, it's it's. Have scary, you seen the, the Chappelle? It, it was a it was a stand up yeah. show, but it was it was more uh, I would say political about what's going on. Um, oh, the forty six thing, yeah, I saw a little bit of that. I didn't see the whole thing. Somebody called me. Uh, it it was good. I mean, it's the stuff you would expect from Chappelle. He's he's always really insightful. Um, but the way that they set up the the show, if they do outdoor things like That's that, smart. that seems <laughs> that seems like they might be able to kind of curve to like distance people enough at shows just have people six feet apart or even five and a half feet or whatever yeah yeah i mean that's how the restaurants are opening up here i don't know about you guys but like here they're opening all the restaurants in the second phase or third phase whatever we're in Mm -hmm. and it's all outside seating like all of the restaurants have evolved they've gotten tents like and they're fucking doing outside seating and just suiting to it that's so like so i mean that definitely would work with comedy it's the safest way to bring it back out here, I think they just reopened the state maybe a week or maybe a week and a half ago or something like that. Okay. The governor. Um, Nothing venue-wise, though, right? No live venue? That's probably no, the last thing. I didn't thing. see anything about live venues, but I did see gyms and <laughs> restaurants and, like, uh, even non-essential stuff. I mean, a, a venue could be considered non-essential, I guess. You don't really yeah. You know, one of these states is going to be wilding out, and they're going to fucking be like, fuck it, <laughs> concerts are on, let's do it, people. Everything, everything back on. Back everything back, back on. Longer. And all the musicians yeah, right. and, and fucking comedians are gonna be like, yeah, you know, I'm still, I don't know if I'm that comfortable yet. You're performing with a mask on. You're gonna see oh, what the talent I, pool I, I is like. It. I mean, I thought it's probably something I would have done before this whole thing, but now it just seems like contextually appropriate, so I probably wouldn't even do it. I, I mean, yeah, before you could probably get a good laugh or two out of that as a prop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now it's just like commonplace. Yeah, now how many bad jokes about Corona are gonna exist after this quarantine? Yeah, I think my, my approach should to be like to get on stage and not even address like current things because everybody's gonna be doing it. So I should just make up a microcosm in my head and be comedy based off of that. There you go, different timeline. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're definitely gonna be looking out for I mean, I, I can't say it enough. Your Instagram is if you want if people wanna laugh fucking uh, they're feeling bad go check out fudge willie's instagram man <laughs> hell yeah man hell yeah definitely lighten up your fucking mood if you're uptight right now I'm telling <laughs> yeah you. If, if everything <laughs> right now has got you stressed fucking go blow off some steam and check out his stuff oh, oh yeah man. <laughs> where uh where else can uh people find you if they're if they're looking for your your content well, on, on youtube it's uh fudge willie just the word fudge willie oh i got some video got music on there um facebook fudge really nonsense um twitter s-r-f-p-r-t-y-1 and um that's it nice hell yeah get at him he's a fucking lovable funny dude 
We're uh, definitely going to have to check up on you, man, see how you're doing once you get back out there and handling oh, yeah. the scene when the COVID shit breaks. We're, uh, we're looking forward to it. You ever do any comedy, uh, put your comedy up on YouTube at all or no? I got, I got some little, I have sketches, but I don't, I didn't, I've never recorded myself on stage. But I do okay. have, I have this one video called Cafeteria where it's about me eating a burger and the burger doesn't want me to eat it, but I'm like, eat it anyway. <laughs> Nice. nice. I always like a good skit, man, from a comedian. That's perfect for that. Well, if you're in Wilmington, North Carolina, maybe you can check out this guy live before he uh, takes on the venture of going national, touring the country. Come there on, let's go. Before I road. get my Buffalo Wild Wings on and just have oh. live at oh. every Buffalo Wild Wings across the country. The tour, dude. Free wings <laughs> for life. <laughs> free wings, free laughs. Dude, thank you so much for coming on, man. Uh, it's been a blast, and uh, yeah, we'll definitely do this again. This is uh, this has been a lot of fun, man. Thank you for having me. Appreciate Hell yeah, man! And uh, thank you everybody for tuning in at home. If you're listening, watching on YouTube, whatever. Uh, we love each and every one of you. And uh, until next time, that's it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We passing America. I'm mapping America. America. I'm second America. America. We choking America. America. We blazing America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America.